0: Oh wow! I'm at it again. Hmm. Pretty good. Right. Welcome to Dragons of Deadlifts. Cue the intro. Mm-hmm. to dragons and deadlifts and thank you very much for tuning in and i appreciate everyone putting up with me and kind of like actually listening to the podcast so far it's been fantastic the response has been amazing and today i've got one of my guests from the us of a and he goes by not from eagleton
1: that's the one
0: that amazes me more than anything and we were just going through this was the fact of what should we call the podcast and he, you were pretty cool about it and i want to call it something to do with the mohawk i really like the mohawk and i'm thinking it should just be called the hawk this episode is called the hawk i think that's what i'm gonna go with i i've been rattling my brain about it a little bit and I, basically i just wanted to kind of like just go through some bits to do with you your um obviously dave um i my middle name is david so i'm a little bit close there hey all right <laughs> um and basically and i i panic a lot when i say basically uh <laughs> oh man I apologize for the fact that I sound like I've got a horrendous cold, I am still recovering from this operation I had um, last Sunday which I'm now regretting in many ways I feel like I should have just accepted <laughs> that I probably won't breathe out my nose but I digress, I'm going off on a tangent today we've got Dave who is a powerlifter, you are um, how long have you been powerlifting for now?
1: Um, I've been competing for three years um, I've been working towards powerlifting for about five.
0: So you've done, you, geez, you've definitely got the numbers there on me. And how many meets have you actually um, kind of like taken part in?
1: Uh, four. Four. Yeah. Nice. Now that's well. I've have com- competed in four. I've been a part of a number of them. Whether that's either uh, handling an athlete, um, yeah. you know, filling a coaching role, that kind of thing. Um, been at. Uh, Helping my friends who sponsor me selling merchandise. I try to plug in um, You know as an athlete you really don't It it really doesn't serve you to compete more than a couple of times a year just because there's you know as a power lifter You know, let's say I can squat You know 450 pounds, but that doesn't mean I can squat 450 pounds right this second. Yeah You sort of have to you have to build up to a peak in order to to perform well so you know you you end up spacing those out, but in the meantime, I try to be active and involved in the in the local powerlifting community as much as I can.
0: That's cool, and it's kind of like I'm guessing this is something that's kind of also gone towards. Uh, I'm trying to think of the way to put it. You you do a lot within um, the the support of like motivational kind of like. I don't, I, I like that thing that you did with your, um, your series called, um, truck thoughts of Dave. I thought that was yeah. really cool. And I did pretty much binge watch like a load of them, like back to back. I was like, well, I, 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 I enjoyed I them. That. I really enjoyed them. It was a good thing to watch in the morning, to be honest. And I liked how you did like with motivation, the specific thing of it being like, it, people go, I want motivation to be like that. And it's people use the wording of it wrong. And I'm guilty of it. I, I know that I have days when I go, oh, I just need to be motivated to do it. When, as you said, that's the end reward. That's the end goal. At that point in time, it's basically kick yourself in gear. It's gonna be hard work, but it pays off.
1: I mean, you just one step at a time. And next thing you know, you turn around and you've walked 500 feet. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, I'm not motivated. I do my workouts at the end of the day. So, you know, I get up, I get my kids off to school and I do work and I work from eight, you know, till five or five thirty.
0: Yeah.
1: and then I go to the gym and the only thing that gets me to the gym is, you know, pre-workout or, or, um, you know, an energy drink or something. Um, you know, it's like an old truck. You gotta, you gotta get the first gear, yeah. <laughs> then you get the second gear. Then after you've been there for half an hour, all right, now let's, you know, now we can do some work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, motivation, uh, you know, you know, obviously you watch the video that that's one of my more popular ones the takeaway there the to summarize that is that you know dedication is it's dedication to an action that's what it is that's what motivation is is are you dedicated to this thing or are you not because if you're not dedicated to it then stay on the couch if you're dedicated to it then get your ass off the couch and go do the thing
0: yeah it's kind of like the hard work is there's always everything that has the worth to do something will always have hard work involved that's what i've always found it's kind of like nothing is ever kind of like handed out to be easy and i think Absolutely. it's it's one of those things of i i, I won't deny this i think i learned this probably when i was 25 before then i was pretty much like a lazy kind of like teenage kid kind of like i just sat at home played guitar and drums and just expected everything to be done for me it wasn't till and it's one of those things where um A while ago i was homeless for about a year and six months i want to say and um, i think it was at that point when i realized i need to kind of get my ass in gear and kinda like nut up or shut up sort of moment i think and um that's crazy i didn't know
1: that i didn't know that about your history but to tie in you know a point there is everyone learns how to be uh motivated everybody learns how to find direction in their life yeah. at a certain point. And what that is for everyone is when you no longer can lean on someone else to do it for you. Yeah. Right. And so that manifests in everyone's lives in a different way. And in yours, that was not having a, you know, a, a consistent place to stay, not having someone to make meals for you or, or, you know, have your back when you, when you needed help. So you reach the point, okay, well, I got to figure out how to do this myself. And then starts the journey of being, you know, independent and being self-motivated and being driven to get your own goals yeah. and you know reach your own accomplishments.
0: Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Um, I had like there was a lot of support involved because um, it was around the time where um, and it would kind of go into this with like the mental health side of which I wanted to talk about. Um, it wasn't until I was twenty-five that I got told that I basically was on the spectrum for having Asperger's and ADHD and it was then when i had like my key worker in the homeless shelter that kind of made sure he got me to my clinic appointments for my assessments and um, my parents were there as well it's kind of like everyone that meant something and wanted me to be better for myself was in the process i kind of had to get rid of a lot of um, negativity and kind of like poison in my life i guess and um it's one of those things of um, like one of the most like the best things that happened in probably the most awkward situation was um, the first date I had with my um, girlfriend at the time. Now my wife um, was basically in the homeless shelter and I went, oh, um, do you want to come around for tea one time? I'll cook you tea. And she was like, yeah, yeah, right. I was like, by the way, I, I live in a homeless shelter. <laughs> and yeah, she she was actually all right with it. She, um, she worked for my sister. So um, it was kind of like, um, I met her through my um, sister. And five years, well, six years later now, I think, 31, yeah, five, six years later, um, we've got a beautiful two-year-old daughter. And um, I actually now have found like a drive to do something for others, not, For myself, because I was very much, again going back to when I kind of like kid and teenager, I was very, um, I guess, without sugarcoating it, I was very selfish and kind of like I I was very, I don't know, I I I had a chip on my shoulder. I think was a way to put it.
1: Well, listen, God bless your wife. Um, I've got to a point in the last four years or so where I've started to evaluate who I have in my life and who you know I let have parts of my time and what it, it what I've learned for myself is that the people that are worth having around the wor- people that are worth having in your life um, are the kind of people who are going to hear oh but I live in a, in a homeless shelter you know do you want to come over for some tea and say sure yeah. that sounds fine I'm not going to hold judgment on you for that you, you know I mean your life is what your life I'm not you know I'm not better than you because I have a house and you don't currently have a house That's that's not a thing yeah. Um, in your 20s, it's hard to find people that have grown enough in their personal lives to, to be non-judgmental and to be the kind of friends that have friends without boundaries, you know. Yeah. Um, I have friends, the friends that I have in my life now, um, you know, they can call me for anything. They, you know, the worst I can say is no. Is, hey, I can't help you with that today. You know, I'm real sorry. But I'm not going to say no because I'm above doing that or for some judgmental reason and when you start having those people in your life they become real lightning rods for yeah. you in your life and and i think you're very blessed to to have met your wife at that time you know in your life
0: yeah definitely don't get me wrong like she puts up with me i do, i do some really silly things and i think about it i'm like eh, that that was uh, that was that, that was dumb yeah that was <laughs> dumb and she still loves me for it and i'm like uh, I'm glad that you put up with me, sort of thing, and um, yeah. it's like it, it comes back to like you said, you, you you know when you have the right people around you, um to kind of like be there, kind of like free your life and that. And I think that's where I've kind of got to now in my life, where I I I'm very much content with. I know that I have a set amount of people. I'm not kind of like trying to go out and. Be best friends with everyone. I just I'm happy knowing that I've got friends that I chat to, and I I might make myself sound like an idiot to them and whatnot, and do silly things and be like, ah, let's go at this. Let's have a go at doing a squat, like um, a year ago. And this, uh, I'm in that I'm in the process now with kind of like um, with weightlifting with powerlifting. Um, that I'm very much at the beginning part of it. I think because. A year ago before lockdown happened here in the uk um we started doing squats and we loaded the bar up to 100 kilograms everyone else got a really good depth and this is how much my friends put up with me and kind of like go like yeah matt you got this sort of thing i basically moved down like an inch i was like i've hit depth yeah! yeah this is it and then i started watching videos And i think it was about seven months later i said to him i've not been hit in depth have i and they're like yeah we wanted to talk to you about it but we didn't want to make you sad <laughs> <laughs> and we're very much kind of like the sort of guys where we're kind of like it's we'll, we'll poke at each other and kind of um, wind each other up but we do it in a loving kind of brotherly way i guess is the way to put it sure and, uh, well, and
1: that's you know i've got a gym family that's the same crew that's there at the time that i go um and we're the same way you know we're the same way in fact probably to a a, a worse degree because you know if somebody reaches a milestone they hit a, a personal record you know personal best yeah. lift you know they get they get nothing but encouragement right we're, we're supportive you know we, we want everyone to succeed yeah. um but if it's not you know like a big monumental thing and it's just you know they're they're happy with the lift i'm very likely to be like hey, man, nice effort. I mean, you left a little bit on, you know, you could have went a little deeper with that, but, you know, and just tease them a little bit, a little razzing, yeah. you know. Um, but that's that's how you that's how you show each other that you care. You know what I mean? If I'm not busting your balls, I don't really care. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those things of, um, like, my goal is, for me, and I imagine my friends will rip it out of me, because one of them's like, he, he basically... He's wanting to do... I think he's wanting to do, like, bodybuilding. But one of our close friends um, basically has been kind of going, like, dude, you could do so much more as a strongman. Or kind of, like, powerlifting strongman sort of thing. And the guy is, like, a machine is the way to put it. And I think you got him kind of, like, just going boundaries and boundaries. And then you got me that's, like, yeah! Kind of, like, just in my little garage, kind of, like, getting to. I... I don't like talking the numbers because I see everyone else and I'm like it's so cool and this is the thing I find it so fascinating and inspiring seeing like you do your um, competitions and your deadlifts and everything like that and I'm like I'll get there one day <laughs> it's got, like a little small violin in yeah. my head and I'm <laughs> like I'll get there I'll get there but it's gonna the, the thing is a while ago I was very much like oh man I hate the process of it I am really enjoying the process now that's, it. That's and, it and you know
1: listen everybody moves everybody moves at their own pace. I there are people at my gym who are significantly smaller than me. body mass, height, just everything they're, they're small people and men and women and they, they lift more weights than I do. They, they're stronger than I am yeah and you know so for me, you know if I was coming in with an ego and I was coming in selfishly focused on my goals, that is, it could be very detrimental to you because I'm never going to be as strong as they are just, mm. you know, pound for pound. Just if we look at, you know, there's a, there's a scale we use called the dots. It used to be called Wilkes. It's really just a formula that compares how much you've, you're able to lift against yeah. your body weight so that it's a number that makes is, you know, everybody can use the same chart, so to speak, because it factors in your body weight. Yeah. I mean, they have double my score. You know, I'm never going to do that. I would have to, you know, I have to squat 1200 pounds in order to you know to to be competitive on that scale and that's just not realistically ever going to happen for me but i'm not deterred by that you know i'm at my pace and i enjoy the process and i enjoy going in and doing what i'm doing it 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 fuels me it's not you know i don't post i don't post big lift videos as a show off i post my content on instagram to be uh uplifting and motivational for other people because i'm never going to be an elite level lifter and and I think a lot of the people who are, a lot of elite level lifters and, and professional athletes and you know, bodybuilding pros, um, they tend to make content for their peers. Yeah. Unless they're looking for clients. They wanna coach, they're you know, looking for clients. But generally speaking, they're beating their chests and putting out content for their peers. I'm trying to put out content for regular people to say, hey listen, I was a regular person not very long ago and I'm happy to show you the entire equation. I'll have to, you know what I mean? To open my books and show you exactly what I did to go from that to this and help people and motivate them because I get a lot of, it's very rewarding for me, you know? Yeah. And to, sort of to, to, to circle it onto the mental health thing a little bit, um, what you need, what, what I want people to do, what, what is important for me is you put out, just be, some be something that makes you happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you want to if you want to chase records or you chase numbers, that's great. If if that chase is rewarding for you, then do that. Right. But I don't really care. Like I don't put my videos out because I want to reach a certain amount of people. I really put them out because it's good for me. It, it helps me to put words to the things that I'm thinking about. A lot of times like when we're talking about mental health, it's helpful for me to practice saying those things out loud because if I yeah. say them out loud then I can save them to myself in my head more easily, and yeah. like the mohawk, right? This mohawk is something that makes me happy. It doesn't like. There's a lot of people that think this is a really dumb thing. I'm almost 40 years old. I've got two young kids. Like, what's this old man have a mohawk for? Well, I have a mohawk because it makes me happy. Yeah. And no if, if I put the videos out, and those videos are helpful for people, and they make them smile or make them, you know, think about what's going on with their life and be motivated, then that's just more encouragement for me to continue producing content. Yeah, right.
0: I oh, know, definitely. It's kind of like every time you've put up videos and stuff and posts, I've always been like, it always puts a smile on my face for sure. And it's like, I, uh, it, it's just, it's honestly, it's an honor to be able to sit down and talk with you because I, I just said, you, you've got a busy, busy schedule. Kind of like um, the motivation side, like, it's kind of like just, you're, you're like. <laughs> The way to put it is, and I don't want it to sound like I'm tooting smoke up the horn. <laughs> I can't even get my words out now. Not all heroes wear capes. And the fact that you're able to sit down and kind of like put these things up online and to get people to kind of go, yeah, I, yeah, this is cool. I can I can get on board with this. That is fantastic. It's, kind of like, it's one of those things where, um, I, to an extent, I think when i when i saw like your videos and i will kind of like link up like your instagram so people can see truck thoughts of dave that was one of the things that kind of got me going to you something i feel like i should try and do this podcast thing again because i it kind of fizzled out right at the start of lockdown over here in the uk last year sure. and um i i'm very much a uh, kind of like I used to go out a lot when especially when I was in bands and um I'd be one of the people that I'd basically be out till two o'clock in the morning sort of thing and I guess to an extent I was doing it to make other people happy I was putting up a wall when in my own world I'm very happy being kind of like I don't want to say alone I learned that I'm not the best for that especially with lockdown it was very difficult kind of um not seeing family and only yeah. staying inside and i found it very difficult And i think that's what caused the podcast to fizzle out because i was so kind of like yeah 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 and then everything started becoming this realistic pandemic zombie apocalypse world without the zombies sort of thing which right. uh, did you have that truck made around the time of the pandemic <laughs> happening was it like a little bit I of did.
1: a I did. So, yeah, I've got I've got a truck that's got Resident Evil logos all over Umbrella I like it's so logos cool. All over. So I got cool. the truck in in March of last year, and is, it was brand new. And I was only able to afford getting a brand new truck because the dealerships around here started offering 0% financing because they weren't having anyone come in everyone was out of work and out of money and yeah you know, they needed to incentivize sales and in fact immediately after i bought the truck the dealership was closed for like two months because they just wow. had to close so once i got the truck in my driveway i just had the idea of wrapping it in decals and i that idea quickly grew from an acorn into an oak tree i there was nothing i it was unstoppable once i had the idea and then i just went all the way around
0: with it. i thought it was really cool I especially like the whole Resident Evil thing. It, was it in theme with kind of like the pandemic in a way? like a... Yeah, <laughs> I mean a little bit. Yeah, the, yeah. Don't get me wrong. And people can shoot me for this and can like slap me around the back of the head. I have, me and my dad since, and I'm going off on the tangent, but it's totally worth it. Um, There was a shop in one of the old shopping kind of like uh, it's a bit like a walmart sort of place and my daughter's walking in to say hello hi, eva. hi <laughs> um, eva she's being a little bit nosy now she's got a little cat basically we always joked about how a zombie apocalypse would um happen and the best shop place to kind of prevent kind of like someone getting in sort of thing and we'd always said that it was to do with the high buildings. So you could grow plants on the rim, the roof, like have a water supply that you could collect up there. And, yeah. um, me and my dad were going, we basically, this probably would still be going. I bet if I had this conversation with my dad, we'd probably carry on as if it was yesterday. And we started this conversation <laughs> about it about 15 years ago. And it's always been going and going. And, um, it was as soon as, as soon as I saw your truck, with, like, the zombie apocalypse, I was like, this would be the sort of thing my dad would really want to be in on. And it just made me smile. It's just little things like that. And I think, yeah, it just, it made me smile, kind of, like, with that. And just brought back, kind of, like, fun conversations with my dad about, and yeah, just kind of, like, zombie apocalypse. I'm, I'm, I have a guilty pleasure of thinking that a zombie apocalypse would be cool, but also very bad at the same time. Normally, we have um, D&D, so Dungeons and Dragons, and um, Mm -hmm. she always comes in at the start for like 10 minutes and will talk to everyone in the D&D chat, and one of our um, people that plays doesn't have their camera on, but they have a background of a cheese, so she'll just Uh go, cheese, cheese. Well, I, I, uh,
1: I have a, a Roll20 team, that, uh, a, a game that we play. We haven't played in a few months just because life has been complicated. But yeah. um, we were going to re- re- just use some behind the scenes for your listeners. We were going to record this yesterday, and I was going to be sitting down in my D&D lair in my basement. Um, oh. but since we didn't
0: record we're doing it today i'm upstairs in my office but, we will totally uh, do another episode that'll be to do with that you actually so you do play D. that is cool I that do. is mm-hmm. that that definitely brings that that is a new <laughs> idea to kind of like come for an episode because as you can tell from the the title of it dragons and deadlifts it was kind of one of those things where there was going to be Bit of a
1: mashup uh, yeah glad <laughs> that i'm glad that you found inspiration to start to start doing you know your podcast again and that's that's ultimately really all that I want with the content that I push out is to say that hey listen like and just sort of circle back on mental health again yeah. like listen I'm I'm bipolar I have PTSD I have chronic depressive disorder I have a litany of disorders that I've um that my therapist has identified in me and that I've been working on for some of them you know most of my life yeah. and uh, that's a big part of what I try to put out is say, to say hey look first of all it's okay to talk about it it's yeah. okay you know we need to normalize saying you know I'm I'm depressed right now I'll be okay but I need some time or uh, being able to 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 say hey you know, I'm sorry for the way that I acted last week I was having a, a bipolar episode and I didn't you know whatever just being able to talk about that and taking the stigma out of it and then also you know for the fitness aspect to say hey listen I'm just a regular guy, you know what I mean? I have bad days, there's yeah. there's plenty of times that I've recorded, I try to record my videos on Fridays. Fridays, um, you know, are usually up and down for me and there's been plenty of times where I've, on my video I said, I'm having a bad day, I do not wanna go to the gym today, I'm gonna go. yeah, <laughs> but, but I'm not excited about it, and I'm not motivated for it, but I'm gonna do it. And so for people to say, well look at this guy who's, you know, from their perspective, you know, maybe, uh, built up a good frame and you know have good numbers i don't feel that i do but there are people who do um and to say look at this guy who's done all these things in spite of you know having two kids and and having mental health issues and just being a regular guy um you know if that encourages more people to get up and get moving or or you know what grow a mohawk or just do some things in their life that make them happy yeah. well that's quite literally all that i'm after
0: yeah no definitely it's kind of like um, one of the things that has been kind of going around that I've seen online to do with like mental health in the last year was sound my nose is still getting bunged up I apologise um, it was the saying of it's okay to not be okay and Absolutely. I think definitely I don't know if you've kind of like had this it was kind of like, especially growing up it was the whole thing of it wasn't it wasn't that I was told not to talk about my emotions. That was never the case. It was just that I never really knew what I was meant to express, if that makes sense. No one had told well, me. Well, not having the words
1: and the communication skills to be able to identify what it is you're trying to say so that the people you're talking to can make a tangible connection and understand what it is.
0: Yeah, that that's pretty much hit the nail on the head. and It's kind of like... It seems like as time has gone on, we are more recognizing that sort of thing, like how yeah. things go about. and we, we, it, It's annoying. I think we've got a long ways to go, but we are learning. We're, we're starting to understand a bit more about it. It's like um, the thing that, and again, people can slap me around the back of the head for this and shoot me for this, but... It annoys me when we have that whole mental awareness week or mental health day when it should be everyone should be aware of it all the time. Don't just right. hang the laundry out for that one day. Yeah, We, we, we should all be kind of, as you've said, we, we, we're, we go out and we do these things like you post these amazing videos. And it, if you did that just one week of the year, it would it
1: would not be very impactful.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like we we need, as I said, you, they're not all heroes wear capes, and I'm gonna say that again because that's cool, and I think wow. that you honestly, it's cool. I, I mean it. It's kind of like you, you you, as I said, you've inspired me to kind of like recreate something that I had a lot of hope and positivity for, and doing this sort of chat to do with mental health, um, it it's something where I didn't think that I would really talk about it. To people outside of my family or close friends and to be broadcasting it for everyone to hear and it's something where I'd be more than happy to talk about it I, I always try to be an open book with it and um, it's just as I said it's inspiring to be able to talk to someone that has their own things going on as well we're, we're all human and yeah. when I was growing up especially with like anxiety I didn't talk to anyone about it because I thought that was how everyone felt. No one told me that that was, well, that 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 was a bit of bad anxiety going on sort of thing. So I didn't. Again, I just kind of like shut it down and didn't really talk about it. It's it's the sort of um, content that you bring out that allows people to kind of go, yeah, there's going to be some off days, but kick myself in gear neca monster energy drink or um the ZO one is it the ZO one mm-hmm. the one that ZOA, the is? Yeah. is that actually any good you know it's kind of, so the deal with monster
1: uh i don't do you, you guys have monster i'm assuming you do we do yeah yeah so you know there's like 10 flavors right and nobody can agree on which one's the best right because they're all these like chemically engineered flavors yeah and you'll find one you'd be like that's the one for me but it's not the one for your buddy yeah right that's how Zoa is like i haven't found the one that's for me yet yeah but some people have right uh, there's just a it's just a big spectrum of flavors i haven't tried them all yet yeah. there's definitely uh potential i just i haven't found the one that i really like yet
0: fair enough i'll have to have a look at it anyway sorry i was going off on a tangent there kind of like that's went from awesome. a really pinnacle point but um, yeah it's 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 one of those things of people such as yourself and um Uh, the guest that i had on the previous episode we'll talk about um how we found it difficult especially for him through lockdown with mental health because doing just lifting up a barbell kind of like going on a treadmill going on a bike it it helps with the things that we go through and um, does. i think that's something
1: conversely (laughs) to that um that you know you can re- especially people with anxiety i have very, very bad anxiety yeah. um you know you can be a real mental lifter and what that means is um you know if you get in your head and you accept the fact that you're having a really bad day but you go to the gym in spite of it yeah um sometimes that can result in having a really bad workout you know that can result in you just not not meeting the standards that you set for yourself not meeting setting the expectation of success, and then you come in, and you know you underperform for that, and so then you walk out of the gym having underperformed. You're already in, you know, you already got anxiety, or you know, you're having depression, or you know, whatever the the battle is that you're fighting, you're already fighting that, and now you're further disappointed in yourself because you went to the gym and had a crummy workout. So on one hand, you know, fitness and movement and um, blood flow and circulation and all those things are, are very healthy variables and, and very good proactive things to help with mental health. They are not, you know, I, I get a little touchy when I see those, you know, those posts and memes and motivational things saying like, you know, this isn't medicine and it shows you a pill bottle and then it says, this is medicine. And it shows you the weight room. No, actually you need both of those things. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, the going to the gym is, is really great holistically for you. Um, and being understanding and getting some knowledge about what it is that is wrong with you, what your disorder is, what your, you know, whatever it is, if it's PTSD, understanding what PTSD means for you and how it manifests. And then, you know, having a therapist or, or even just someone who is familiar with the type of issues that you have to give you tips on how to manage it when it happens. It wasn't until about a year ago that I had a full-bodied understanding of my bipolar disorder, um, and so I would slip into a, a you know, a, a bipolar episode where I was very, very, very depressed, very like, dangerously depressed. And when you don't know why that's happening, it's confusing, and it it makes it all the more futile, and you know, it really feels hopeless. Yeah. Just knowing, just knowing now what is actually happening within my body gives me the ability to feel that dangerously depressed state, but just say, I'm just going to ride this out. I'm just going to ride it out. I'm just going to let these chemicals do their thing and I'll be okay. And, you know, so it's sort of a two front thing. And I I always try to make a point of saying that is like just going to the gym and, you know, it's hard to do and, and getting there feels like a minor success. And then, you know, it's obviously very healthy to, to move and you know do resistance exercises but then when you go home you need to sit with yourself a little bit and you know do some reflection and you know do the other kind of work you know do the the mental health work Um, and maybe that you can do it you know just standing in a hot shower disassociating for 40 minutes in your head or maybe you need to you know listen to a podcast about someone who's talking about mental health or talk to your friends or have a therapy session or you know whatever it happens to be
0: yeah. I oh, no definitely it's kind of like um I I get that this that it's a, a two-way street is the way that um I kind of think about those things It's kind of like, uh, how do I describe it? it's kind of like um, for my ADHD that I have um I we always knew that I had ADHD but we didn't really kind of do anything about it until when I got diagnosed with Asperger's cuz they said said over here, in theory, and I'm not sure how true this is, forty percent of people that have Asperger's tend to have ADHD or seem... some
1: compulsion or some compulsion disorder.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. And um, when um, I started seeing uh, the specialist for ADHD, um, he said to me, he was like, "Gonna put me on this medication for ADHD, blah blah something," sort of and he went, "You need to work with this." He said don't expect this to be a magic pill said you have to work with this he said it's not gonna be easy you're gonna be like well this is stupid i don't want to do this sort of thing why should i be doing this and um no i i i kind of went in the mindset of right i've really got to work with this and do you know something it it was one of those things where um, when i when i accepted that I needed to work with it and to kind of just take a moment, kind of like process things, how I was doing things, it started clicking in place. And I was like, "Okay, I I, I kind of see what I I was very much like, um, I guess I still kind of was at the ending point of having a chip on my shoulder against everyone. And I think it was one of those things of I realized that I needed to accept help. I needed to kind of go right every day is a learning curve every day is going to be a new lesson sort of thing and it was one of those things of as you said it's kind of like there's two two sides to everything it's kind of like the mental side and the physical side and that i think that is a very important thing that people have to kind of realize and to i think also as well it's like said it's it's I might word it wrong here it's um accepting everything that's going on for yourself if you're not ready to accept it then you're not ready to to make the steps right and um yeah uh,
1: understanding what's going on is step 1 in you know building a better version of whatever yeah. right so if it's if it's your body well then step 1 is make assessments of where your weak areas are step 2 is work on that It's mental health, or if it's physical health, or you know whatever whatever the thing is. It's your job, it's your family, relationships. Step one: identify it, accept the limitations, and then make a plan to change it. And I think you know, mental health-wise, the more people like you and I just put ourselves out there. You know, I'm not going to talk about things just to get more viewers. I'm not gonna do things so that I can you know my interest is that everyone who's watching gets something out of it Now I don't care if it's 3,000 or 30,000 I really don't I mean sure we'd all love to be superstars that'd be great right but <clears throat> the cost of doing business for that for me is I'm just going to put myself out there and the people who like my content I hope there's something for them and and we, you and I do both do a good job of normalizing just talking about mental health and yeah. talking about you know and that's not all that I talk about I have lots of people that message me for you know form questions or you know diet or you know um, yeah how to how to order your workouts and how to split them up throughout the week and you know how do I work on this particular part of my body that's lagging behind you know we talk about all kinds of things yeah um but just letting mental health have an equal piece of the pie yeah. an equal time you know on on the air is yeah. important and I think we're both doing a very good job in pushing the needle forward for for everybody else
0: yeah don't get me wrong i i'm definitely getting you back by the way as long as you're happy to come back i'm gonna get you back to do more episodes absolutely um, so there's so much that i've been wanting to talk to you about and kind of ask questions on and i kind of uh, we'd set up like a bit of an idea of what we were going to talk about and i feel it to me i'm i'm very happy that we've kind of gone into this Bit of segment to do with the mental health, it is an important thing, and I it's something where I said I was said earlier on, I if it wasn't for seeing like the things that you've talked about and everything that I probably wouldn't have said spoke about it outside of family or friends. So it's, it's an honor to be able to have someone on the other end of the pond kind of like to be able to talk to it about.
1: Well, I really appreciate that, and, and that really makes me. Um it makes me happy and it gives me some sense of validation that the stuff that I'm putting out there is being received and becoming useful, even thousands of miles away. Um, I'm very happy to hear that. And absolutely we'll, we'll set something up. We can, uh, we can definitely sit down uh, more in the future and cover some of these other topics.
0: Definitely. We definitely will. I do have one more topic for today though. And it's one that's kind of been, uh, one of my friends brought it up and um i was like Do you know i said that's insanely cool and it's very nerdy um the rule of it is in the marvel universe if they had a world deadlifting record who would be the record holder of it and the rule is um that i forgot to put in it at the start when i asked it the last one was they're not allowed to use magic kind of like super magic abilities it's just got to be like brute force strength and um, so far we've got um Andrew, who was previously on, he said, The Hulk. I went with Deadpool. I, I've gone for a very, um, unusual one to go with, which is Deadpool. You know what? I was, I was, I'm gonna, I have
1: a follow-up question. So, yep. do, do they only get one attempt? Is it as they are right now? Or,
0: are they allowed to like, spend six months in the gym working
1: towards this contest?
0: Um, I'm gonna go with, uh, they can have six months kind of like, preparing for it, sort of thing. When Eddie Hall... When he did the 500 kilogram deadlift, he he spent like a good chunk of the year, kind of like preparing for it. So we'll we'll give him time. We'll give him time.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Deadpool. If Deadpool put his mind and put all of his energy into deadlifting, his particular muscle regrowth could actually. I mean, there's that that's better than all of the steroids available in all of the world, and it just happens naturally in his body. Yeah, he just repairs muscle immediately. He could more or less just do an, uh, you know, every minute on the minute from now until six months from now. <laughs> True. I think I think that goes to him.
0: Yeah, I I'm I'm really glad that you're on board with me for the Deadpool thing. I, I, so. I I'm glad of that I'm gonna win everyone over to Team Deadpool for that. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. So uh, the contenders are um, Deadpool and the Hulk. Which I think Hulk does have a good standoff point, oh, but then he
1: starts out good. Yeah, he he's he's a strong contender.
0: Yeah, but I like an I like an underdog. Yeah, Deadpool definitely is that, <laughs> especially in the films. Just I think Ryan Reynolds is basically um, he he is Deadpool really, isn't he? He's like he is, he is. the real life Deadpool. But again, I'm going to say this now. Thank you so much for coming online for this, doing this chat. So it was as I said we, we we attempted to do this um, yesterday and. It just went all over the place. Kind of like we had a panic that half of them, the town had got blood in the new strain of COVID, which. Uh, I, I, it's just it's frustrating, kind of like everything that's going on and just kind of like throwing everyone off. And it's kind of like family is it's all over. You everyone's got everything going on sort of thing and the time scale between us is kind of like trying to make it work. I, I was at a point where I was like, I'm going to make this work. Even if I kind of like go with let, like, right. I'll stay up to what I am and we'll get this done. Can I just drink energy drinks and coffee and start uh, seeing sound?
1: We, we made it work. We, I, I knew, I knew we could, I well, knew yeah. we, we, you know, we didn't have to do anything extraordinary. So
0: But what, it was
1: my pleasure. I, I was really honored that you invited me on. I'm happy to do it. And I'm looking forward to the next one.
0: Definitely. And it, I, promise i cannot wait to get you on for another episode it's going to be more than one episode i guarantee that now it's going to be okay. so much fun but um i'm just going to say it to um, everyone that's listening and um, thank you again for tuning in for dragons and deadlifts make sure you check out dave's um instagram with um truck thoughts with dave i'm going to tag all of this in the um, bio for the um the podcast which you can get on um pretty much all major platforms i think it's on itunes i don't know how to get on there but i know it's on there because someone said to me they're listening to it on itunes and um, it's on spotify anchor uh, google play it's on for pr- it pretty much goes up as soon as i load it up it's on every platform so i'll make sure that we can get the word out for you for your um truck thoughts of Dave because i really enjoy that and this episode <laughs> was the hawk and i'm so glad to have you on for that